0: merch button click on that it'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that hey on the swag that i'm using it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear sports history network and my favorite podcaster the sports history network store shop there today welcome to the show everybody uh i just wanted to do a little nfl podcast weekend review after the whole crazy week of of the first week of free agency and all these trades going on. Holy crap. So let's talk about Cleveland first, uh, getting to Sean Watson and also Amari Cooper this week. I don't think that really helps them too much to get over that hump. Um, Baker Mayfield has played hurt, hurt a lot, and I think he was a good quarterback for that system. Uh Deshaun Watson's, you know, his a little higher caliber of a quarterback, and it doesn't sound like he's gonna get suspensions, might have to pay a fine, but he even got that worked out to where Cleveland pays his fine for him. That's fucking nuts. Then <clears throat> wide receiver wide, we got Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples Jones still. So you still let go of Jarvis Landry. Like I think Cooper and Landry would have been a good fit together, but then you're gonna let Landry then you're just gonna waive Landry that's crazy because now you're just left with people's Jones and Cooper and I don't think that really helped your team out much either and then you still got your tight end of David and Joku and Harrison Bryant so you don't have um you don't have Austin Hooper anymore like again I don't think there was a whole lot of I think Cleveland's relying on Deshaun Watson coming in and pulling a pulling a Matt Stafford that's what I think they're actually planning on doing so I give that that trade. Uh, now you get oh uh, I give that trade grade of getting Watson for all those first rounders a a C at best. And then you got Baker Mayfield and basically he said I want to be traded and the the Browns said no we're not going to do that <laughs> as denied his trade request. So now you're left with Watson and Mayfield on your roster. And so you're going to just leave a disgruntled quarterback on your roster the entire time? I don't know. And then you don't want to trade him to the AFC, which kind of makes sense. But if you trade him to Indianapolis, you only have to play him in the playoffs. Like, who cares? (laughs) Trade him. Then you have the AFC West that just went bonkers. Holy crap. The only team that didn't do anything was the Chiefs. And all they did was get Juju Schuster-Smith. Junior Smith, Juju Smith-Schuster is all they did to help out that receiving core, but they did lose Brian Pringle. I mean, it's an upgrade, so you're going to have Tyreek Hill and Hardman and Smith-Schuster and then Kelsey, so I guess upgrade there. But you, lose, but you haven't done anything on the defensive side of the ball. You still have, I mean, you let the honey badger go and you haven't it, it fixed your inside linebacker problem with Anthony Hitchens still out there on the free agent line. Uh, list so choose defense is still going to be a little suspect you got the chargers who are like yeah we, we got a pretty good offense so we're just going to go out there and get Khalil Mack and fleece the fleece the freaking Bears I mean how are you gonna get, how how are the Bears going to give up a first round pick and a few other picks for Khalil Mack and then when the Chargers come knocking on your door, you're just gonna give them away for a fifth and a sixth. What kind of crap is that? Whoever thought of that, whoever thought that trade was gonna be a good idea is not there. And then you got Bosa right there with them. So you got Mac and Bosa. They're just gonna, you know, rush in. So you got pass rushers. I still don't think you have really good back end secondary. So again. You upgraded to one position but you're still hurting in others and you haven't got solved that problem yet then you got the broncos got the broncos going out there and getting russell wilson like okay cool i'm proud of you what do you get russell wilson guys but who's gonna throw the ball to i mean i've already said this once before jerry judy Cortland sutton's not tyler lockett and dj dk metcalf like he doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to, but hey, they did get—they actually did get some defensive help by getting Randy Gregory, who stiffed the stiffed the Cowboys, all because of language in a contract. I guess when you uh, get suspended by the league for smoking weed, you kind of look at that contract language pretty seriously. So good, good for him though. I mean, when you go get that seventy mil from the Broncos. Speaking of a Bronco, former Bronco Von Miller gets a six-year, hundred and twenty million dollar from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, excuse me, Buffalo, but just, what were you thinking there? Dude's 32 years old. Yeah, I get it. It does, it it could be voided after three years, but you're going to pay the man still $59 million for three years, and he wasn't even the best rusher on the Rams last year. I even, and you can find that out when I broke down the Super Bowl preview, crying out loud. Like... I had some guy on Twitter trying to get, trying to tell me how great Von Miller is, and I'm just like, "Bro, have you looked at his stats?" Like, no, he's not that good. Thank you very much. I mean, he's not Von Miller of like 27 year old Von Miller. You're getting 33 year old Von Miller. Let me tell you, there's a huge difference. Homie's only got, yeah, he had nine and a half sacks with the Rams and the Broncos last year, but still, I mean, you're getting him a 33. Are you gonna pay him till he's thirty six? Like legit, pay him till 30, he's thirty six. Who does that? Apparently, if you're Buffalo of Bills, that's what you do. I mean, they have a really good secondary, so yeah. And then you also gotta try to get that front end locked down. But Von Miller is not your guy to do that. Like, spread that money around, get some replace, get some like depth up there. No, I don't know. And the whole beef started on Twitter in the first place because I said Josh Allen wasn't a top, wasn't a top five quarterback. Like, I'm sorry, I don't think he's as. I'm a huge Josh Allen fan, but I don't think he's going to duplicate what he did last year. He's going to fall back. He's not going to be a top. And we're talking about fantasy quarterbacks too. By the way, we're not even like really like stringent stats. I mean, like, where do you think he's going to fit in as a fantasy? Who's your top? Five fantasy quarterbacks, and I didn't list Josh Allen, and pissed off this Buffalo Bill fan that just starts coming into my comments about all about how the Buffalo Bills upgraded the Von Miller, and their defense is pretty good, and blah blah. And I'm like, bro, calm down, man. Like, Josh Allen's not going to be a top ten. Is going to be a top ten QB still next year? Yes. Is it going to be going to be a top five? No. I'm sorry. But when you got Derek Carr, that's going to be throwing to Renfro and Waller and Adams and like and Brian Edwards getting year three now. Like he's got weapons there. I mean, that dude's not going to go over there and be a slouch either. I have Carr as a top th- top four top four fantasy QB next year because he's going to throw the ball around like. Thank you. I mean and then you got still got they still got a factor in John Watson. I know he's gonna come into this Brown situation, but they're gonna basically have him throw the ball around. You got Lamar Jackson still who's gonna run the ball still. I mean he's still got Mahomes. You got Aaron Rodgers that's gonna throw the ball around, even though he's got no wide receivers. So like I don't know where this guy was coming from, but apparently he's a huge Bills fan. So I found that out. Uh, so Back to now let's get to the Raiders of this AFC West, because the Raiders like defense. Shit, we got defense. We got we're gonna bring in Chandler Jones, we'll bring in Brandon Bolden, we're gonna bring in Rocky Asin, we're gonna bring you know, we're gonna beef up that defense a little bit. We're gonna release Nassib, we're gonna release Littleton, we're gonna get rid of Kowalski. So yeah. But hey, guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna bring in the best wide receiver in the league in Devontae Adams to play with our quarterback, who just happened to be college Uh, Who you have to be as college football coach Or football QB as well So If you want to see a good A really good team Go watch that Fresno State 2013 team Like that team was legit good And now you got Josh McDaniels Who's an offensive mind like crazy And definitely I'm pretty sure he learned his lessons From being the whole Tim Tebow experience There in Denver (laughs) To become your head coach as much as I don't like Josh McDaniels, I sure do like him now. I don't like Dave Ziegler either. Until now, I mean, they're Raiders. Heck yeah! Once you put once you become black and silver and black, you never go back, son. So <clears throat> Raiders is going to let the scoreboard next year. I don't care what y'all say. Derek Carr is going to be right there, flinging the ball around. Guess what? His average yards per per reception just went from six point nine yards to eight point three. That's and then you got. D- Mr. First Down in Renfro, like third in Renfro. Here we go. I mean, Waller. Hopefully, he gets healthy and he can stretch the field out too. Like that AFC West is going to be wide open, but the Raiders are going to take it. The Raiders are going to take is going to win that division. The Chiefs are going to fall back a little bit because they already started two this year. They didn't. They haven't boosted up their defense. The Chargers boosted up their defense, but ha, with Khalil Mack, but haven't really solved anything else. The Broncos just got Russell Wilson and everybody thought that's just the that's just gonna take the cake and I'm sorry but that's not what's gonna happen all right so the mr. Raiders and Al Davis is gonna be walking in or Mark Davis Al Davis no Mark Davis is gonna be start walking into the owners means like Frazier like like Cosmo Kramer on Seinfelds walking around in a pimp suit all over New York so that's going to be great, and I have yet to figure out what the heck's going on with these dolphins and their and their situation. I mean, yeah, Stephen Ross has got a new court, got a new coach, you know, but you have a running back already on Miles Gaskin, right? I mean, that's your running back, and then you're going to bring in Raheem Mossert, which I understand McDaniel's bringing in. I understand. You know, new head coach bringing him in because that's what he's gonna do. Like, he wants a guy that knows his system. Okay, but you still have Gaskin, who's easily a top twenty running back, and then so you got Raheem Mossert coming, Ma- coming in, and then you're also gonna bring in Chase Edmonds. Like, where are the Cardinal, where are the Arizona Cardinals on keep, keeping Chase Edmonds? Like, they don't have a running back at the time because I think even Connor's a free agent right now. So, so where, so where are you gonna put all these running backs there? Miami. I mean, your running back's room can't be that big, right? I'm sure it's not. And then you already had Ahmed there and you already had Malcolm Brown. Like, that running back's room is pretty damn full and you don't have any wide receivers. So let me know when you get some wideouts because that really helped to of more than 14 running backs. Next up is we're going to talk about Green Bay real quick. I mean, what the Packers do? Like, oh, hey. We brought Aaron Rodgers, we talked Aaron, Rodger, Aaron Rodgers to coming back for another three years at $151 million, but then Devontae Adams says, yeah, I ain't signing that franchise tag, and then the Raiders like, hey, we'll give you a first and second round pick this year, and they're like, alright, sounds good to me, I'll take that, since Adams isn't going to play with this anymore. Like, the Raiders just fleeced, the Raiders fleeced the Packers just as much as the Chargers fleeced the, the Bears. In that Devonte Adams deal, like what were they thinking? And you give up the best wide receiver in the league for a first round and second round, which equals only to being the thirteenth pick in the draft anyway. If you add the two together, like I'm, I mean, as a Raiders fan, I'm going to take it. I'm going to love a Devonte Adams as a Raider as a Raider for the next three years at least because he can opt out in three years, but. Hey, then looking at his contract, he gets a twenty million dollar roster bonus next year, so he's only making three million dollar base salary this year. So, I mean, that's pretty dirt cheap to me. And the Packers, who are you going to throw the ball to? Alan Lazard, Mark uh, Mal, uh, Valdez, Scantling—like those guys drop drop balls worse than stone hands on uh, unnecessary roughness for crying out loud. Or unnecessary roughness. You know, the movie from the 90s with Scott Balkia. With uh, Scott um, Sinbad and Kathy Ireland. You know, about the North Dallas college squad. Yeah. If you haven't seen that movie, you should really check it out. It's really freaking good. And it's funny. And then and then you got Jacksonville. Okay. So, last thing we're going to talk talking about today on this little 15-minute rant that I got going on is... The Jacksonville Jaguars. Here's a team that was like, yeah, you know, uh, we got Senior Urban Meyer here. And he didn't really work out too well. So we're going to bring in Doug Peterson now. And we're going to bring in Trent Balky as our head coach and GM. And then we got Trevor Lawrence here. So we got a first pick of the draft. So, you know what we're going to do? We got Travis Eaton coming back off injury. We got James Robinson already. That's pretty good. Oh, well, hey, you know, maybe we should get some wide receivers. So, we go out and get Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. I'm sorry, but that's a pretty good those are a couple good pickups. Like that team's, we well, throw Christian Kirk out there who is probably one of the best slot receivers this year, right behind Hunter Renfro. And even stepped up when Hopkins was at when Hopkins was hurt. Now, everybody thought Rondell Moore was going to take over for the Cardinals, and and Christian Kirk kept him in check. So you get Christian Kirk, you got Marvin Jones, you got Zay Jones, you got Chenault. Like, this is a pretty good receiver core that the Jaguars have. Then you throw in your tight ends, you got Dan Arnold and Evan Ingram. Like, I'm sorry, Evan Ingram, thank you. Like, I'll appreciate that. I mean, you lost Miles Jacks, but that's okay. He went to the Steelers. Um, you also get our guard and Brandon Scherf, like Sheriff, like how this team's going to be a contender in the AFC South. I mean, you got, you don't have to worry about Houston, Tennessee's pretty much stood stand stood pat. I mean, they did trade, uh, for Robert Woods today, which by the way, the LA were, the Los Angeles Rams are like, hey Bobby Trees, hey thanks for tearing your ACL, but you know we're gonna bring in Allen Robinson and then we'll just ship you off. So have a great day. Thanks. To, here's your Super Bowl ring on the way out. Like, I get it, it's business, but Ryan Tannehill is gonna love love uh, good old Bobby Trees there in Tennessee. He's gonna fit right next to fit nice right next to AJ Brown, better than Julio Jones did, and probably stay a lot more healthier since he's only before that ACL injury he only missed one game. So, again, like, so the Jaguars, the the Colts don't have a quarterback right now. And it doesn't sound like Baker Mayfield is going to go to Indianapolis as much as that makes sense. But the Browns are going to hold that deal up because they're the Browns. Then you got Tannehill and Derrick Henry up in Tennessee. So, yeah, the Jaguars very much could be in the hunt for a playoff spot this year. And if not this year, then definitely next year or this, you know, not 20, if not in this coming up here, but definitely 2023, they could definitely be in the, in the spot for a playoff spot. So I don't know. That's all I got. It's a real quick 17 minutes of podcast. Hey, as always, uh, hit that follow button or whatever you're listening on, be it Apple music, Amazon music, Spotify, overcast. Uh, I'm on good podcast now. Um, so yeah, we're all, all, all out there. Um, Always hit that follow button and always make sure you hit the notification so that way you always get updated when I drop a new new episode because this week is going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of episodes this week. We're going to be dropping seven episodes, not counting this one, this week starting Monday. It's going to be all Major League Baseball so I'm pretty sure all my non-baseball fans are going to be like, you know, we're going to tune that out. But you shouldn't tune that out at all. Baseball's a very popular sport within this country. And I understand that there was a lockout. And I understand that pissed some of you guys off. And you guys want to try to blame the players for the owners being greedy, but that that's the way it is, okay? The owners are greedy greedy little bastards. That's all there is to it. Okay? The players are just trying to get a bigger chunk of the pie. Let them have their big chunk of the pie for once in a while. All right? Let's let's just can't we all just sing Kumbaya around a bonfire and get along? I mean, that wouldn't be wouldn't that be nice if owners and players got along for more than five years? Every time there's a CBA that's up, that'd be awesome. So follow me on Twitter, uh, one guy with a mic. Follow me on TikTok, one guy with a mic. Uh, last time I checked before I let this out, I was 175 followers short on TikTok of getting a thousand. So you know what the rule is on that. Whoever follows me on TikTok and Twitter, the first live we do. We're getting shout outs to everybody. I don't care if it's... I don't care if I have to... If I'm shouting out 200, 200 names... Bro, you all getting a shout out. As always, find me on my website... At anchor.fm... Backslash chads hyphen cane 3. That'd be awesome... Because you can go there and let's uh, donate to the... To the support of this podcast. I'm trying to get... Hey, I got a streaming room to build, boys and girls. Okay, so... I mean, and all you super fans out there of this podcast... Uh, that'd be awesome if you guys help me with that because then, then I get a stream camera and y'all can see this beautiful face so let's make that happen Um, what else do I got going on not a whole lot of anything else after that So enjoy your night, enjoy your day enjoy whatever day you be listening to this to, um, whether it's Saturday Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Friday, man, it's all, have a great day you know, peace, love, and hair grease but I, I go back to my NFL end of the year review is last game of the year you need a win to get in the playoffs you hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor like I understand Carson Wentz is a as a a quarterback but you hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor now so you got Stafford that's thrown 2,000 more yards but again that's the offense that's the (coughs) excuse me that's the offense that's the that's the play type you got different things. Indianapolis really doesn't have wide receivers. I mean, you got Zach Pascal. You had Ty Hilton. You had some tight ends. But you're pretty much Jonathan Taylor is going to be your offense, right? Right. So, now, Wentz is traded again to Washington, right? Because, allegedly, he can't get along in the locker room. My guess is he was probably calling out the play calling and wanted the ball be to the throw throw the ball more. Hence, the reason why in the last game of the year he threw the ball more than he had thrown any other game of the entire year. And you're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. So then you trade him away. You bring in Matt Ryan, by the way, who is older than dirt, and I will, you know, and had more. He had the same amount of pressures. He had the same about of pocket time as 2018 Matt Ryan as he did this year. And yet, his stats went considerably down. Because guess what? Matt Ryan's getting old, folks. I don't know if you know this, but Matt Ryan's is an old dude. Like, he's starting to slow down. Matt Ryan should just retire. He should just hang it up. Just retire already. Just say, see ya. I'm done thanks thanks for the thanks for the career guys but no he's gonna go to Indianapolis Indianapolis is gonna try to run him out there I mean and it it's not gonna it's not gonna turn out well I mean they'll still don't have any wide receivers you got Michael Pittman jr. and Ty Hilton because Zach Pascal signed elsewhere as a free agent so and I don't think Pittman Jr. is that great of a quarter I don't think Pittman is that great of a wide receiver so you're gonna trade Carson Wentz for Matt Ryan yeah that makes smart that makes a lot of sense Jeez, well, so and then you got Jim Ursie coming out, Ir- coming out and saying that Carson Wentz idea was a bad decision. Like he about made you the playoffs, bro. Just saying, I bet you Washington with Carson Wentz and Ron Rivera as the head coach, who's a no nonsense head coach. Washington and with the Cowboys' defense being being uh, losing players and that offense losing some players because they don't have Amari Cooper, they don't have Cedric Wilson. I really think that Washington. I said that I thought last year Washington is was going to win the East. Okay, I still think the Washington can win that win the East division, and I think they'll do it again. This and I think they will do that this year. Okay. All right. So Carson Wentz, Matt Stafford, about the same. Right. Right. Not really. I mean, eye test tells you different. Correct. If you go with the eye test, it's completely different. <laughs> Jeez all right the last set of quarterbacks here we go <coughs> now this one's gonna be a little bit more off because one qb's got more um starts in the other, but that's okay all right qba has 61 starts 39 and 21 1245 completions a 62.3 completion percentage 14,114 yards, 103 TDs, QB rating of a 91, 46 INTs and been sacked 118 times. And he has 31 rushing TDs. Wow, 31 rushing TDs. Uh, can we say QB1 for Can we say he's a QB1 this year? Top 5 quarterback uh for in the draft this year for fantasy? I would say with those rushing numbers, with the with that rushing TD record, yes, I would for the last three years. That means for the last three, four seasons, he's averaging over seven rushing touchdowns a year. Holy Hannah. All right. Quarterback B, 40 games started. He's 26 and 14 as a starter, only 770, 777 completions on uh, 1146 attempts. 67.8 completion percentage, 96,002 yards, 59 passing TDs, a rating of a 98.7. He's only been sacked 33 times, and he has four rushing TDs. Now, like I said, this one's a little bit of a harder comparison because the other one's got 21 games on him, but here we go. Let's see if you can think about it. All right. Oh, and both QBs were in the playoffs this past year. I'll throw that out there. And one made it to the one made it to the NFC Championship game, and the other lost in the AFC division. Null game, right? Yes, that is correct. Lost in the AFC division, divisional round. All right, so here you go. Tell me who it is. I'm pretty sure you probably guessed quarterback B, but that's okay. Because there's only two in that game, and we've already talked about one. <laughs> so there's your there's your obvious giveaway. All right. Do-bee-do-bee-do-bee-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do. All right. Uh, quarterback A is Josh Allen, and quarterback B is obviously Jimmy Garoppolo. Again, Jimmy Garoppolo is getting a shaft out there. And San Francisco, with all the rumors around, should be a starting quarterback somewhere. Should definitely be able to lead a team. I think those his passing, his passings down, just because Kyle Shanahan doesn't want him passing the ball. I mean, when you have for the last three years, the Niners have been basically been trying to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and I think that's because Shanahan is trying to prove something. About that Super Bowl loss when he was up twenty eight to three against Tom Brady and didn't just run the ball. That's all he had to do was just run the ball, and he would have won a Super Bowl. But no, he gets Matt Ryan out there, and they throw fifty four passes in the second half because they're complete morons. And now, as a head coach, he doesn't even pass the ball barely. It's always run, 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 run. And you have the best, one of the best tight ends in the in the league. And then you have Debo Samuel, and you have Brandon Ayuk. Like, come on, people. Like. And Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. Like, jeez. But uh, note on Josh Allen, I don't have him finishing as the top five quarterback this year. um, Because I think that um, Mahomes and Rodgers and Derek Carr and uh, Lamar Jackson and um, maybe top five. Yeah, I don't think Russell Wilson makes top five. So, yeah, will throw Josh Allen as Yeah, I'd say Josh Allen finishes at number five in the QBs. So, definitely think he should be the first quarterback off the board in your draft. Um, and also definitely think that he should finish as a top five QB, if he, especially if he continues to get the uh, rushing touchdowns that he's been getting lately. This last three years, if he continues at seven pace, I mean, that's... That's an extra what forty two points right there, yeah. Six points for a touchdown, forty two points right there. Then he's thrown an averaging then he's averaging about twenty four yard twenty four passing touchdowns a year. So to only almost around twelve ints, yeah. I I would say uh, make Josh Allen that that first QB off the board. I want to take him in the first round, folks. Do not take Josh Allen in the first round. Okay, take him in the second. Be smart, people. You go running back first round is what you go. Unless you're in a PPR league, then you go wide receiver. But you do not go quarterback first pick. All right? Only you freaking noobs out there that need fantasy advice, wait till the summer because we're going to have a huge fantasy breakdown of all the positions, and it's going to be grand. Okay? So, Jimmy Garoppolo is getting screwed over in San Francisco. I don't think... <laughs> And it's just, and he's had surgery done, so he's not gonna be ready till training camp. And what are you gonna do? Trade him midseason? I don't think that pulls off. I think you're gonna keep. I don't think Mayfield. I don't think Mayfield gets traded at any time, and I don't think Garoppolo gets traded at any point in time either. Just saying. And that's gonna suck for both those guys because they both should be starting QBs in the NFL. I mean, they're both better than Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, like. Uh, broke down Jameis Winston and in, in New Orleans and whoever the heck the the Texans are going to throw out there at quarterback for crying out loud, either either Sims or Allen or whoever. Like and or they one of them sh- should be starting over Jared Goff in Detroit. Like I said, Matthew Stafford to Detroit. That's what I want. I want Matthew Stafford and the D baby. That's what I want. I want him and Dan Campbell to get together and just run that run that NFL North NFC North because. Again, a pissed-off Baker Mayfield is going to be magical. All right. So, what else we got about my NFL rant? Um, my Raiders folks are winning the AFC West. Hands down. We won the offseason. We're winning the AFC West. Why do I say we're going to win that? Well, the, well, hey, one guy, uh, the Chiefs still have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But he's throwing to Juju, Schuster, Smith, Smith Schuster, and MVS. Like, give me a break. Like, who he's going to throw the ball to mostly anyways, Kelsey. Like, come on. Oh, and if the Raiders get Mathau, that and Gilmore, which they still have money to do. They still can afford to get both. That secondary is going to be unbelievable. Like... The Raiders have made the most moves on both sides of the ball more than anybody else in either in the league. They got better on defense. They got better on offense. As soon as you get the number one wide receiver, I don't care who you are. You are now way better on offense because guess what? Brian Edwards, as much as I love the kid, is now your fourth option, which is fine. He's going to be your second guy on the outside. You're going to have Renfro in your slot. You're going to have Waller at tight end, who, by the way, I'm sure McDaniels is going to line him up you know, in four wide receiver sets because homie can play wide receiver. The dude is fast. And then you got running backs of, of um, Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. Like, that's a two headed monster in that backfield. People don't understand. And then Derek Carr oh, has only improved every year. Now it's a new system, everything else, but Derek Carr is a smart cat he will get it figured out. He'll get it done. So Raiders are winning the West. I'm mark it down, put money on it, send it to this, send it to the bookies. All right, man. And then, oh, we can't, let's finish up with the big news of, of the day or, or of the week. Tom Brady decides to come out of retirement Bruce Arians decides to go to the front office so that way Todd Bowles can become head coach. Awesome move on his part. Bruce Arians, that was, you know, I understand Brady not coming but I understand Brady retired, then you don't make that move because you don't want to give one of your coordinators, either Bowles or Leftwich, a, you know, you don't want to give either one of them a bad team to have that, to really get whitewashed again in the NFL by those guys. Like the same thing, you know, with because Bulls open New York. Bulls was a good coach, is a good head coach. He just had a crappy Jets team. Uh, I think Byron Leftwich should be a head coach somewhere for real. A great offensive coordinator. So I think with those two continuing to be offense head coach and offensive coordinator, it's going to be huge. Um, let's see what the Buccaneers do. They got Godwin. They got Evans. They got Russell Gage now. Um, And Russell Gage is going to be a way better slot receiver than Antonio Brown was. So, yeah, I think that that Tampa Bay team is going to win the NFC South because you got the Panthers, you got the Falcons, and you got the Saints. And you have the Falcons with Mariota as the quarterback right now. And you have the Saints with a broke down Winston and a backup is Taysom Hill. Like, and then you got Carolina with Sam Darnold. Your best player is McCaffrey, and that's if he doesn't get hurt. Like, come on, people. So yeah, I think the Buccaneers win that South. Tom Brady, he's just like, uh, yeah, I've, you know, I really miss football, folks. Guess I'm not really, not really going to give it up. Uh, I got home and, you know, dealing with trying to do math homework is way harder than trying to read defenses. Even though Tom Brady's a smart guy. So I mean, he hasn't been in the league for twenty three years for nothing, right? And still playing at the year age of ripe old age of 44, 43, 44, whatever. So, yeah. And he had his best league. He had his best year ever last year and doesn't win MVP. It goes to Aaron Rodgers who can't get out of the playoffs. Here's what that says about me, by the way Devonta Adams leaving Aaron Rodgers is just like, you know what, bro? I'm just fed up with you. I'm fed up with your retirement talk. I'm fed up that you're not committed. I'm fed up to the fact that you just took all this money and now the Packers can't pay me and want to give me the franchise tag. You know what, man, I'm going to go play with my boy DC out in Vegas on my boyhood team. The Raiders tells you a lot about Aaron Rodgers' character right there and how he's perceived like Adams, you know, even Adams wouldn't even go to bat with him over the whole vaccine issue last year. So I think, I think that, I think last year is basically what separated, you know, Adams and Rogers were like, all right, we're going to do this on the field, but I mean, I am not talking to you outside of, outside of here. I think they just had a falling out after Aaron Rodgers what, you know, was having his little bitch fest last year, a little wine fest. About oh, I don't like the Packers and they're, they're treating me. And they they went out and got another quarterback and Jordan Love and let's see how they do without me. And I'm just gonna go cry on the Pat McAfee show and show everybody my real man tears and just say I enjoy life outside of football and blah blah blah. And oh my gosh, what a fr- you want to talk about? A prima Donna. Aaron Rodgers is the biggest prima donna quarterback there is in the league. Like, puts himself above the team every time. Then he can't go out there and win a playoff game. And he's won one championship. Let's think about this. He puts up really good... He puts up really good end-season numbers. But then... Loses in the playoffs. He hasn't won a championship since, what? 2010? Like... And we're still saying he's he's awesome? Well, guess what? Carson Wentz has as many, as many championships as he does. Uh, Matthew Stafford now has as many championships as he does. Like... Joe Flacco has as many championships as he does. <laughs> oh, that's even funnier yet. The Jets re-signing Joe Flacco to be their backup to Zach Wilson. Oh my, we're just going to roll Flacco out there in a wheelchair when it's time for him to play? Have you seen that guy? He reminds me of the quarterback on unnecessary Roughness. The backup where he's just like, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle. Like, come on. Like, give me a break. Callan Kaepernick should be in the NFL. I don't care what anybody says at all. Kaepernick should be in the NFL. He can be play backup for somebody. Like, he's definitely better than rolling out a bro- broke down Joe Flacco. That's for sure. Jeez, man, these, uh, it's insane of, of this, of the crap that some of these NFL teams are doing. And I don't know, as a fan base, like, you know, man, as a fan You only can put up with so much shit. Pardon my French. But realistically, you only can put up with so much stuff. For real. Uh, For me, I got fed up with Tom Ricketts. Alright? I'm fed up with the... We wanted the Cubs win a World Series in 2016. You know what happens then? We just run it back again in 2017 without adding anybody. We lose Chapman and we bring in Wade Davis. Alright, that's fine. You know, let's run it back. But then 2018, you can go out and get free agents... But Crane Kenny's like, oh, the business on the business side. Well, no, I only can give Epstein this much money and we're not buying free agents. Like for real, bro. Like we have John Lester, who's up there in age. You got Jason Hayward, who's a hell of a defensive player, but isn't hitting. It couldn't hit water. If he fell off a boat at this point. Like you got Bryant. You don't, you're going through multiple hitting coaches at this point because during this time, From 2017 to 2019 or 2020, they went through like four different hitting coaches and they want to blame the hitting coach for the players not hitting. Well, real in reality is it's, you got all these analytics guys trying to put all this info in and trying to make these batters better. Like, so 2017, whatever, fine. Do your thing. 2018. uh I'm getting a little iffy here there, Ricketts. Like you got money to burn, bro. I know you do. Fourth biggest market in, in baseball. You got money to burn, bro, and you're not putting it back in into the team because I'm building up Wrigleyville and putting up hotels and restaurants and we're trying to make this a great place to just come, even even when baseball season is not around. I'm sorry, but Wrigley Field's your biggest draw, homie. Just a saying. All right, bro. So then you got 2018. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's a little iffy. 2019, still not spending money. And then we're arguing about arbitration and everything else. And then 2020, we have the pandemic and it shuts down baseball for half the season. And then you come out and say, I'm broke and I'm losing all this money. And then 2021, it's a sell-off. You get rid of Rizzo. You get rid of Bryant. You don't re-sign Schwarber. You, you get rid of... um, They sh- get rid of one more. Rizzo... Oh, Bryant. Yeah, that's right. Jeez. Duh. Uh, you're, you're special there, Chad. Couldn't think of Chris Bryant for crying out loud. So... So you get Chris Bryant. Uh, so then you got rid of Chris Bryant as well. Like, those were your five core guys, right? Schwarber, Baez, Rizzo, Bryant. Four of the five anyways. Okay? Because your fifth is Contreras, which you're still keeping. But... He asked for ten million, you're only offering him nine, you go to arbitration, and now you're not even gonna extend him this year, most likely. So then you're either gonna trade him mid season or you're gonna or he's gonna walk at the end of the year. So and then you're still bitching about you're still complaining about how you don't have money. And I'm like, really, bro? All the while all the while, Chelsea the Chelsea football club over in England's up for sale, so him and a Chicago billionaire are over there trying to buy it. For four billion dollars, four billion. But we can't put investment into the baseball team. So people ask me, "What? Who's your favorite baseball team?" I'm like, "Which one?" Because I'm diehard Cubs. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows I'm a diehard Cubs fan. I ride or die with those Cubs. But right now, I am sick of the Ricketts family and how they're running this team. It's like they won win they win one World Championship, and all of a sudden, we can just we can just start running around like we're a small market team when we're not like you have you started, you started your own channel in 2019 because that was one of the reasons why you couldn't sign free agents. It's because you didn't have enough money since you started your own TV station in the marquee network, which then is charging people in Chicago, $5 every user in Chicago of cable pays $5 for that channel into their, into their TV bill no matter who it is. Now I understand Sinclair Broadcasting is one behind it. I get that. I get there's dynamics, whatnot. And you, and I understand like, like you're not going to get all that five bucks because it's got to go to the cable provider. It's got to go to Sinclair Broadcasting since they're doing it. And then you get whatever. Okay. But then you get the ad revenue off that as well. The ad revenue isn't split between the cable provider. No, the ad revenue is split between you and Sinclair Broadcasting. Now, if we just say 50-50, so if we just say 50, the, it's a, the first year is a 50-50 split, which most likely it is. Most likely the first three years, it's 50-50, okay? Ad revenue is split 50-50, all right? So you get five bucks. Let's just break it down into thirds. So you got $5, right? Or l- let's just say $5.10 because we're just going to, that way it's even. So you get a $1.70. The Cubs get $1.70 for every subscriber that is the cable. All right. Now, what is the Chicago land area? What, like, I don't know, about ten million people, maybe? And just the that's counting all the that's not just Chicago proper. That's like all the area around it, probably about ten million people in the Chicago land, Greater Chicago land area. Then you guys, then you probably extend it out a little bit. So, I mean, I would say what I don't, I don't know. Let's let's just say ten million people. Altogether subscribe, blah blah blah. Okay. So at a dollar seventy let's a little quick a little quick math here. We got a dollar seventy, right? And we're gonna take it times and you know what? And probably you know what even ten million people around there? We're probably still not even like gonna talk about ten million people at all that have cable subscribers. So let's say I don't know, we'll say three quarters of them have cable. So seven point five million, right? So seven million five hundred thousand people, okay? <clears throat> that is twelve million seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars that you get off of one year uh, or actually that's what you get per month, by the way. Per month, right? Let's see. Let's let's find out exactly how many people live in the Chicagoland area, okay? I'm taking a guess. It's 10 million, but let's find out. Do a little quick Google search, Google search here, you know, quickest way to get it done. Let's see. Cause if we're getting 12.7, $5 million a month, mind you a month, right? A month. You tie that times twelve months. Take that times twelve. That's a hundred and fifty three million dollars a year that they're getting. Right? Right. So I mean if that's and then you're gonna say that you're broke? Like come on, dude. You are not broke, my man. Yeah. So, I don't know. My Google's not working right now. It's kind of a BS thing. You can't be telling me you're broke, my man. Like, don't try to do that. Oh, here we go. Chicagoland population. I wasn't that far off, folks. 9.459 million people live in the Chicago land area. And what is the Chicago land area? It is the Chicago-Metropolitan area in northeastern Illinois including Chicago and its surrounding suburbs. So, let's figure out you got 9. So let's let's do this again, all right? Let's see. So we're going to take 1.7. We're going to say clear all that out. Okay, we're going to take 1.7, right? And we're going to say a third, we'll say two-thirds. So we'll just say six point six million. All right, all right, six point six million. One point seven. All right, one point seven times six point six million, six hundred thousand people gives you eleven million. Two hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars a month. Remind you, times that by twelve, a hundred and thirty-four million six hundred and forty thousand dollars. Just in that revenue right there. Then it's not even counting the the Hulu T, Hulu Live that they get. It's not counting the um the satellite money that they get. Like that's what they get. So then let's say let's see what we're going to charge. What about, I don't know. What's a 30 second ad run. I don't know. Let's, you know, let's find out how much a 30 a second, a 30 second ad cost. How much does an average 30 second ad? Av- if I could spell that'd be great. Yeah. So you're going to throw an ad revenue here, right? So, and mind you, they get to play this all year wrong. Okay. So about, let's see the average cost of a 32nd commercial on a national network is about $104,000, right? Okay. So if we do that, so let's see so yeah so let's just say fifty thousand dollars we'll go on the low end okay we'll go on the low end that it costs that they pay fifty thousand dollars to get ran on the the network okay so you take fifty thousand and well it's easy so you take what 25 so per ad almost i mean and i don't think it's that much i probably think i don't know let's just say the 30 second ad cost I don't know. It's not a national network. So let's say it costs about four dollars or $5,000 to put an ad on the Marquee Network. Okay? You have 24 hours in a day. You're going to show Cubs content most of the time. So you take 24 hours divided by, you're probably going to show about 20 hours worth of Cubs stuff. So that leaves, um, what's that leave? Um, four hours. So what is that? Four, eight. That leaves about eight thirty second ads. I'm sure it's gonna be more than that. But let's say, so that's another forty thousand dollars on a day, roughly. We'll just say five say five grand, you know, eight ads a day. Ballpark. I mean, this is we're not even using true numbers here, folks. So then you take that times three hundred and sixty five. That's another fourteen point six million dollars a year. So they're making a hundred and fifty million dollars off this network and we can't afford to get to get uh, team. We can't get afford afford to get free agents. Hence the reason why I love my boy Joe Madden, and I love me some Mike Trout because you know back you know when he came up he's the younger version of Mickey Mantle. I love me some Otani, Joe Adele. I love Justin Upton. Like so and. I love Noah Syndergaard, Mr. Thor himself. So that's why when people say, who's your favorite team is? I go, my favorite team is Chicago Cubs. Live and die with them. But I absolutely hate the Rickets. So I can't watch the Cubs due to blackout restrictions, which is the stupidest rule in baseball I ever has, is that I live nine hours away from freaking Chicago, and I can't watch the Cubs. Even if I have MLB network, Pay for the MLB pass. Still can't watch Chicago Cubs baseball. But guess what? I can watch the Angels all day, every single day. So, I've rooted for the Angels for the last three years or four. And realistically, I've loved the Angels since the 90s. That's my little... Because of Chad Curtis. Tim Salmon. Jim Edmonds. Oh, you also had Garrett Anderson back there in the 90s as well. Like... There we go. Oh, and Jim Abbott, too. By the way, got to see him pitch one time. Nice. Best thing ever, seeing him pitch. So, yeah. I root for the Angels, folks. Just saying. And I'm proud of it. So that's why I was a little biased, if you listen to the AL West, with the Angels winning the division. I think they can. Honestly, on paper, they definitely can. So. So when an owner says that they're going broke... They're not going broke. That is rule number one of sports. I'm going to pound that table. I'm going to die on that hill. Owners are not going broke in sports. People want to say, well, one day it's going to dry up. It's not ever going to dry up. Sorry for you. Sorry for your luck, but it's not going to happen. Okay. There's more value in a sports team than anything else pretty much in this world. And it's the only thing that keeps growing up in value because there's a limited number of professional sports teams. And it's going to continue to climb and climb and climb. So on that note, hope you guys learned something today. Hope you guys take the info I've given you and put it to good use. I appreciate every single one of you. So have a wonderful day. And we'll see you on this podcast next week. Shoot me your emails at one guy with a mic at gmail.com. So I can give you some content that you really want to listen to. I mean, I know you want to listen to this content, but let's do that. Okay. Also follow me on Twitter at one guy with a mic. Follow me on TikTok at one guy with a mic and follow me on Twitch at one guy with a mic sportscast, Okay. And go check out the merch shop that is open now. Huh? it's been a crazy week. I'm so glad it's done, but guess what? Next week's going to be the same craziness. I'm going to have a schedule up on Twitch of when I'm streaming. So everybody's able to do that to find that as well. So make sure you drop the follow, ring the bell where you listen to this podcast, when you follow me on Twitch, when you follow me on Twitter and when you follow me on TikTok. Oh, find my YouTube channel as well. No contents up currently, but we will be getting content up. Okay. And, oh, as always, a big shout-out to Super Sal and my cousin Richie. All right. Later, folks. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already – we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. The Pigskin Tales podcast is all about the lesser-known pro football players. Yes, there are stories about the ones we know, like Brad Tarkenton and Harold Red Grange, But... Have you ever heard of Ernie Nevers? How about Dave Osborne or even Grady Alderman? These men created their own path to the NFL. How did they do it? Listen to the Pigskin Tales podcast. Now streaming on your favorite music platform. Go to pigskintales.com How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcasts. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.